VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Pure Bracket Wisdom is brought to you by Pure Hoops Media. Here's the man who runs all the numbers and cracks the codes for bracket success, Ed Feng. You know your most important choice in your bracket is picking the champion. The choice of champion is worth 32 points versus one point for a correct round of 64 pick. Analytics gives you an edge in picking a champion by win probabilities. But can you get an additional edge? What about three-point shooting teams? With the single elimination structure of the tournament, a favorite that shoots a lot of threes could go cold and get bounced from the tournament. You know the old basketball cliche, live by the three, die by the three. Today, we'll look at the ideas and the data behind this cliche. First, I want to go over the argument of why you should avoid three-point shooting teams as champion. And to do this, let's talk about Team Williams versus Team Wright. Team Williams, as in Roy Williams, only shoots two-point shots, and they make half of them. Team Wright, as in Jay Wright, they only take three-pointers, and they make a third of all their three-pointers. Now let's assume these two teams get together and play a game, and assume that there's 68 possessions in those games, and each team gets one shot per possession. These teams are going to average 68 points in those games. However, they don't always land straight on 68. By the simple model of basketball, Team Williams, about two-thirds of their games are going to land between 60 points and 76 points. In the math jargon, that means you get a standard deviation of about 8 points. Team Wright, who takes all of their shots from 3, two-thirds of their games are going to land between 56 and 80. So their standard deviation is going to be about 50% more than Team Williams that only took 2-point shots. In 2014, I applied this idea and I looked at past tournament champions and how often they took three-point shots. Since 2002, no team that won the tournament had taken a significant fraction of their shots from three-point range. Only Florida in 2006, and they took about 34% of their field goal attempts from three. They were the only team that had a higher three-point rate than the 33% college basketball average. So this suggests not picking teams that take a lot of three-point shots. For a while, this advice made me look like a genius. In 2014, I first presented these ideas in Grantland, and I looked at the contenders and saw that Villanova took 45% of their shots from three. I advised picking them as champion, and Villanova as a two-seed bombed out in the round of 32. In 2015, the same advice applied to Villanova, Except this time they were a one seed. Same result though, they got bounced in the round of 32. Now it's 2016, and Villanova is still living and dying by the three. They took 44% of their shots from three. And it seemed like a particularly bad strategy this year. They only made 34% of their three-pointers, and that was roughly the college basketball average that season. However, when they stepped inside of the arc, they made 56% of their two-point shots. This was 6th best in the nation. Villanova won the tournament in 2016. You may remember Chris Jenkins hitting a 3-point shot in the championship game against North Carolina that won the game. 
However, I wasn't quite ready to go back on years of solid bracket-picking advice. In the last five games, Villanova drastically reduced the fraction of shots they took from three. They started to play to their strengths of two-point shots. And obviously it didn't hurt that the three-point shots that they did take, they made over half of them, which is a much higher rate than what they had done during the regular season. Still, that tournament made me begin to wonder about my advice saying not to pick teams that shoot a lot of threes to win the championship. Before the next tournament in 2017, I started looking into the data. If teams really do live and die by the three, you should see it in the variance in offensive performance. To do this, I looked at points per possession. This is an efficiency metric that we use to evaluate an offense, and this accounts for tempo. So some teams play fast, some teams play slow. When you look at points per possession, it accounts for that. So for each team, I looked at their variance in offensive efficiency as measured by points per possession, and I also calculated the three-point rate for every team. And I was really surprised to find that there was no statistical relationship between these two quantities. So in the math jargon, there was no correlation between variance in offensive efficiency and a team's three-point rate. This was a little surprising. I mean, this original Team Williams versus Team Wright argument still holds. If you shoot threes, you're going to get more variance in your offensive efficiency. But we just don't see that at the game level when we look at the variance So what this means to me is that other factors are much more important than your three-point rate in determining the variance in your offensive efficiency. I can speculate about a couple of these factors. First, the rate at which you make three-pointers is definitely important in the variance in your offensive efficiency. No one's going to debate the skill in shooting a basketball. So Ken Pomeroy looked at how well a team shoots a three-pointer in the first half of conference play, and asked how well that could predict the same shooting percentage the remainder of the conference season. He found that it couldn't predict it at all. So randomness plays a big role in making three-point shots. The second thing that really affects your variance in offensive performance is just that teams don't play at the same level every night. Kids get up for a rival game, but then maybe barely show up the next game after that. These are college-age kids, and no amount of screaming from Tom Izzo can make them play at their best every night. Whatever the reason, there is no relationship between the variance in offensive efficiency and a team's three-point rate. This suggests that teams that shoot a lot of threes don't necessarily have a higher variance in their offensive output, and this means that you shouldn't fade them in the tournament. If you have a favorite that's a high probability to win the tournament, you shouldn't Avoid that team because of their three-point rate. For the 2017 tournament, I backtracked on my original advice about not picking three-point shooting champions. And this affected Villanova again. Every year, I send out bracket advice to members of my site, and I show them the data about how there was no relationship between the variance in offensive efficiency and three-point rate. It didn't matter in 2017. Villanova, they were a one seed, but they kind of got a crummy draw because they played Wisconsin, a very talented Wisconsin team, in the round of 32. 
and they got upset. Villanova did not win the tournament that year. However, changing this advice did matter in 2018. Villanova hadn't changed their style of play yet. They took 47% of their shots from three. But they had the highest win probability by my numbers, and I did not suggest not picking them because of the three-point rate. They won the tournament in 2018. You should not fade teams because they take a high rate of three-point shots. And in fact, it's getting harder to avoid these teams. College basketball is evolving. In the 2013-14 season, 33% of shots came from behind the arc. This rate has increased 1% every year since then. In the current 2018-19 season, almost 39% of shots come from three. Coaches are realizing the efficiency in the shot, and it's changing the way that they play basketball. Last year, in the 2018 tournament, three of the teams that made the Final Four took more than 40% of their shots from three. This was Villanova, Michigan, and Kansas. That's probably not going to happen again this year in 2019. Villanova has doubled down on their strategy of taking threes. They're up to 53% of their shots from three-point range. But they're not a championship contender this year. Michigan has always shot a high rate of threes. But their rate is a little bit down this year. They take 39% of their shots from three. That's just above the college basketball average this year. Michigan is a contender, and we're not going to fade them because they take a high rate of threes. But even if the numbers were different for this year, a team's three-point shooting rate should no longer concern you when you're picking a champion in your bracket. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Pure Bracket Wisdom Podcast. My name is Ed Fang. Just a reminder, my March Madness cheat sheet makes it drop-dead easy for you to fill out your bracket. To get this free service, sign up for my email newsletter at thepowerrank.com. That is my site for better predictions through analytics. Once again, that's thepowerrank.com. The Pure Bracket Wisdom Podcast is presented by Pure Hoops Media. There are three other podcasts that you definitely want to check out. The Mike Wise Show with journalist Mike Wise comes out on Mondays. Catch and Shoot with basketball minds Adam Stanko and Noah Kozlov comes out on Wednesdays. And the Pure Hoops podcast with three-time NBA champion BJ Armstrong and Eric Newman comes out on Fridays. just know there's a better way to do things like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself so do things the better way bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates Northbrook, Illinois